Hello, and thank you for joining us for the Are You Writing podcast, the podcast where writing arts interns talk about all things writing. My name is Connor, and I am the head intern for the writing arts department. I'm Tara. I'm another intern. Uh, my name's Matt. I'm another intern as well. Marissa, I'm still an intern this week, too. <laughs> <laughs> and this week, we also have a special guest. Would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, hi, I'm Elizabeth Masalovich. I'm a writing arts and international studies major. I'm a senior this year, and I'm in the 4 plus 1 program. Yay! <laughs> All right. Awesome. So our conversation this week is centered around balancing. A lot of us write creatively, but we also have school going on, and that's a hard thing to balance. So we did um, some research into different approaches for how to balance our creative life and our school life and we all kind of have similar and different ideas about that and also on how we personally try to balance our own lives so i guess to get started maybe we should establish if it's difficult (laughs) i would say yes (laughs) do you guys find difficulty in balancing your schoolwork, and then also your creative work or creative passions that you have. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. I would have to agree. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like the, it's top three struggles of my life. It's, it's, yeah, it's borderline impossible sometimes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Same. It's very hard. I haven't figured it out. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Pretty much the same for me. It's, yeah. it's a hard balance. Yes. So then I would follow with what specifically about it is hard. What is the challenge in balancing? Is it, is it and it, it could be different, it's probably different for everyone. Um, is it the amount of work that we have for school? Is it just balancing time? Maybe it's balancing um, other jobs that we have, something along those lines. Because I think that that's important, too, for our discussion, is why it's difficult just to balance our lives as students and as creative people in the world. For me, it's a combination of different things. Um, I have a lot of responsibilities that I need to be on top of. And then I also have such a creative passion, creative drive, that is always tucked in the back of my mind. And it's... For me, trying to find time to do those things is it the balance of that is difficult, and also finding the will and the uh, just the just the uh, power to do so because it's it's exhausting. It's it's very hard to um, just alone be a college student and then also to have your creative passion projects going on in the background is is difficult. So. What do you guys think? What makes it difficult to balance for you? I would say for me, it's two things. I'll start by calling them priorities and obligations in general. Like priority-wise, I love my creative writing and I love being able to have time to write. But during the semesters, that's I prioritize my classes. I prioritize mm. my job comes before everything else because mm. if I don't have a job, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, like, it's hard to, like, I would love to be able to say that I prioritize that, but 
like realistically it's very difficult for me to do that and the other end obligations um are mostly like especially my job and my family because I do I don't keep a job like just to have one I keep a job because I need one and because I help support my family so like that it like if my creative time were to cut into my work or my schoolwork time then it has to be like it yeah. has to go on the back burner yeah. kind of a thing. So there's there's a, a hierarchy that your life calls for yeah. in terms of um, balancing the school, the work, and the creative passions that you have. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think you're alone in that. Yeah. yeah definitely not. I mean, like, as much as I appreciate being able to work on my creative projects and express myself through writing, you know, my classes tend to take a priority. So I get what you mean of, like, you know, how the obligations tend to weigh very heavily on your life. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, honestly, I feel like the most effective and I guess even honest creative work I've done has been when it's for a class because mm-hmm. I feel like mm-hmm. I don't have that conflict of interest anymore. Mm-hmm. But so, like last semester in a creative writing class, I had no problem doing creative work. Mm-hmm. This semester, I'm not really taking any classes geared towards creative writing, so I'm finding it a lot more difficult this semester mm. to actually like commit myself to any specific mm. story, poem, whatever project um, I'm trying to do in sort of like an extracurricular mm. level for myself. Um, and do you find that that is just due to the workload? Due to the time? Or due to kind of the the will and like F and the energy that you have hmm it's hard to pin it down to any one of those things um or like I'd a combination say, yeah totally it's definitely it, it's it's a hodgepodge of all of that and more yeah um i feel like for me uh the main feeling that sort of like comes to the surface whenever i get in a situation where i have to choose between like okay, do I keep working on the story idea I have or do I do my medieval history homework? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it, it's sort of, um, I guess to me, I tend to prioritize what's on a deadline. And so mm-hmm. the homework is on a deadline and I need to get this done by this date that mm-hmm. has been set before me. The project hypothetically could get done whenever, but like, you know, in my heart of hearts, I know, like, the more you put something off, the less likely that due date, that quote-unquote due date is not actually ever going to occur, and you're never going to finish your thing the more you put it off. But yeah, in the short term, it's just sort of like, oh, crap, this has to get done by next Monday. I better do this now. Mm -hmm. But Yeah. yeah. But I mean, there's also, like, for me, I look at it as kind of like, I'm balancing school, work, my creative projects, whatever else I have, um, like, on top of that. But once I'm done with school, at least for a little while, I'm, you know, I'm planning on taking at least a year off from that. Mm. I'll have, like, probably, like, just work and, you know, figuring out my life. But, you know, when are we not doing that? Existential crisis all the way. You know, that's just, that's just minor. Whatever. Um, you know, like, once school's, like, a really big thing. Like, once school's out of the way, at least for a little while, that leaves me a lot more... It's not necessarily time because, like, I could make time for it. I'm very good at, like, fitting things into my time schedule. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, the mental the mental effort. Mm-hmm. Like, when you're already writing, like, tons for class and, like, then you go and do more writing, like, you don't feel as, ins- as 
like interested in doing it, I guess. Yeah. What do you think, Tara? Um, yeah, I think for me, it's primarily about like time um, management and because there's never really that perfect balance. I feel like you're always going to be sacrificing either your schoolwork or your creative work. Yeah. And so you kind of have to choose. And I tend to prioritize my schoolwork so that mm-hmm. it's really hard to ever get back into the like habit of doing my creative work. Mm-hmm. Even like when there is time, then I have like lost all the energy I have, like you were saying <laughs> yeah. about um, yeah. like just you're so tired after writing for school and you don't really have the drive to do it creatively anymore or you don't think it'll be good. Mm. It's like, do I take a nap or do I write? (laughs) Yeah. 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 I'd say for me, it's, it's very similar, like very, you know, schoolwork generally tends to come first because like, oh, this is due this day, so I should work on that because that's what the time will go into. And it's very nice for me for certain classes that I take is that, I do get that chance to be like creative writing at times, but mm-hmm. also, you know, if I'm working on project A, project B, and project B is like an actual class thing, it's like I have to put more thought and effort into project B for the moment. Mm-hmm. And then like, after you put all that time and energy into project B, you're like, oh, project A can wait a little bit more, mm-hmm. you know, I'll get to you on the weekend or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, it's just a very similar kind of thing. Yeah. Elizabeth and I are in a, in a certain privileged position to where we can take creative writing classes mm-hmm. in different facets, especially through the 4 plus 1 program. And uh, for undergraduate students, if you take writing fiction, you can't take it again, sort of thing. If you take writing poetry, you can't take it again. Even if you're starting in creative writing 1, uh, you can't take that again. So there's that pullback as well of even if you're having classes where your creative writing is uh, required and you can make sort of your passion projects and your creative drive part of the class, uh, there's other classes where that's not available. For instance, a a history class, as as Matt discussed. I mean, I'd love to read whatever type of mishmash you could do, make a whole history project, completely creative, rewrite history. That'd be fun. <laughs> Historical <laughs> I mean, fiction. Historical <laughs> fiction, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, even in the non-creative-based classes, I do try to make room for some kind of creativity. Like, um, I mean, in my Comp 2 class that I took freshman year, like, I had to write this paper about diversity in media, so I was like, I'll, you know what, I'm going to write this about my favorite TV show and my favorite episode of this TV show, mm-hmm. which, you know, again, it's not like me creating a story or anything, but I was very expressive with how mm-hmm. I laid everything out, and my professor is very open to that, mm-hmm. so I guess that's kind of a facet to how I try to balance, I guess, quote-unquote, more like professional work or like my academic work versus creative projects is sometimes I try sprinkling some of that like creative mm-hmm. energy into the just kind of plain school work I'm doing so I, I don't feel like I'm not like nurturing mm-hmm. that side of myself mm-hmm. yeah. is, is that similar to anyone else's experience in terms of um, being in classes or uh, some type of assignment where you see the opportunity to take it in into a creative direction or do you feel more kind of uh, clamped down in terms of the academic requirements that you need to fulfill? 
I would say, like, there's definitely ways to integrate your creativity. And part of, I mean, at least for me, like, part of keeping up your creativity is finding a way to be interested in what you're doing. Because, yeah. like, you know, you're going to take a lot of classes where you're going to do a lot of things that, like, you're not really interested in. And if you can make them interesting in some way, I have a slight advantage in that I enjoy like a lot of different kinds of writing like mm. before I got here my my uh, one of my favorite things to do was to write essays which sounds weird mm. um but like that was a like that was a thing so it was interesting enough for me but even if it's not like you can find interesting things to write about or interesting ways to write something have so. you tried to work in a creative aspect into an assignment that you've had before um well, I mean, I guess for, like, some of my... I've had, like, to do a lot of, like, academic papers, obviously. Right. It yes. really does. But, like, um, in in my international studies papers, for instance, like, um, I'll pay, like, particular attention about, like, ha- more on the crafting of the words and the sentences to sort of make it, you know, oh, I want this to flow a certain way. Like, here's the information I have to say. Like, you know, in 1999, this general secretary of the United Nations did this. Mm-hmm. But how can I... You know, yeah. word it in a particular yeah. way that makes it like flow better, sound right. better, Looking you know, at fit it stylistically. Yeah. Yeah. So I think you know, it's not it wasn't a creative piece per se, mm-hmm. or not like creative writing piece exactly, but you can still fit in ways to put in your style even within a mm. certain academic like style yeah. of writing. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, kind of like adding on to that, like um, sort of like what I meant about the the comp two essay that I was given a little bit of creative freedom with is that like, you know, I, I kind of took a very similar approach in that like, you know, I had a lot of, I mean, I remember there was one specific chunk of the paper where like my supporting arguments were mostly written in like assonance and then like mm. the like counterpoints were, I, I used a lot of consonants mm. and that's a sort of like, and, and my professor, didn't mind at all um Mm -hmm. so sometimes yeah it can completely be like a professor to professor Mm -hmm. you know case basis because i was just lucky enough to have um you know a faculty member teaching the class who like very openly encouraged Mm -hmm. you know any kind of creative difference or you know different approach that you could um take to one of her assignments Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah but i know some professors unfortunately are a bit more strict about that right so it's important to have a dialogue with your Mm. with your professor totally and i think that that's a great thing to have is to come to a professor and say hey i'm really excited to do this assignment and like this is my idea for it it might not be exactly what the guidelines are but would this be okay? Could I fit in certain aspects of the assignment or the guidelines and do some things differently? Do you see this as um, work that you know is is um, acceptable for what you're looking for? So that's that's an opportunity. I guess we could talk now about strategies, like specific strategies in terms of balancing and how we try to if we do if we can if it's possible if it's always a scramble um i know for me it's it can sometimes feel like a scramble just to try to be balancing things like i mentioned earlier i feel privileged in that my classes require me to do some creative writing but even in the same 
vein, the creative writing that I'm doing for the class is assigned to me, and it mm-hmm. could or could not be what I'm wanting to write at that moment mm-hmm. or at that in that time. Yes. So for me, it is a time management thing of finding the uh, time to put work, words down onto a page and then also giving myself time to like rest and not work on either of those either of those worlds really mm-hmm. um, and that might be actually taking a rest or that might be like okay I have this huge research project that I'm working on so <laughs> like that's a totally different mind frame that I can put myself in that gets me away and is it a break not necessarily but it's different writing that is engaging me in different ways what maybe strategies did you find or what strategies do you think you use to try to balance these things between our our creative passion and our requirements for school? So I don't really have any strategies I currently use because I'm just not balancing anything. (laughs) (laughs) But some things I like read about that I thought were um, interesting and that I could probably use in the future were... um, like setting certain time limits for certain tasks and like yeah. using apps on your phone for it even because mm-hmm. I'm always on my phone so like might as well set like either reminders or get an app that keeps time because like I said it's a lot about time management for me mm-hmm. and I thought the doing less article was really interesting because yeah. I've never seen that approach before mm-hmm. and I don't know that I could do it but <laughs> I think it would be fun to try it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What Tara is referring to, we'll include all the articles that we, we read in, in the show notes. Um, one of the articles that I found discusses this idea of being productive as doing less. And once it, it, just cutting back on all the things that you do in life, all the things that you do in a day. If you're constantly checking your emails between writing, between making sure that you're, you know, Uh, attending to phone calls, you're texting your friends, you're on social media. It's a lot that's going on. And what that kind of article sheds light to is that we can spread ourselves so thin mentally without even realizing it. Mm -hmm. And the philosophy that he kind of talks about is just doing less. Just do, try to do less. And once you start doing less, just do less than that. <laughs> and to me, I thought it was super valuable because I was, I, I took a step back and I was like, wow, there's so much that I do. And it doesn't mean that I'm, t- I have to take away from any of the priorities that are in my life. For me, at least I, I saw it as recognizing what is integral to me and what I really want to work and accomplish right now in, in school and in my creative endeavors. And if those are my center, then everything else is extra. So I do less of them, (laughs) sort of thing. And once I realize that I'm doing less of them, do more or less of that, (laughs) sort of thing. So spreading ourselves so thin as a a detriment to productivity um, was super interesting. And do, do you think that that sort of approach would work for you? I think it might. It would definitely be like an adjustment. Because yeah. I feel like we're told that we always have to be like doing things and moving all the time. And if we're not, it just feels like I'm not being productive. Mm-hmm. But then necessar- if I'm doing all these things 
all the time. I can't be doing them all well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think doing less would definitely be a, a beneficial approach. <laughs> it's <laughs> probably also for me and my work. It's yeah. also such a relative term, productive. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. to who? <laughs> to what? What is productive to me is, is different than what is productive to someone else. And I think that also that kind of gets into the conversations that we've had earlier um, in previous podcasts about taking breaks, about mm-hmm. um, you know scheduling time for yourself for certain things, and that there's value in everything that you do as a writer and seeing you know each endeavor that you do as a, as a, as a creative project and something that's nurturing to you. But again, that I totally that's a total adjustment to try to do less of all the things that we do, especially that's a high order for a college student to mm-hmm. try to take on. So I mean, relative productivity wise, like I think it 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 is relative to what you find productive, but like I think it's it's also like that idea of doing less is intriguing in a way and like especially the point about when you do less you might be doing more in that it would be more meaningful because you're putting more of yourself into it Mm -hmm. but like I'm in school because it's something that is beneficial and productive to me I have a Mm. job because it's beneficial and productive to me I write because it's beneficial and productive to me I do nothing sometimes because it's beneficial and productive to me Mm -hmm. so like even though I have these obligations to other people like I report to my boss at work I report to my teachers at school Mm -hmm. like they're their level of productivity is in there as well Mm -hmm. but to me it's productive at this current moment to Mm -hmm. fit in with their level of productivity so Mm -hmm. just because it applies to somebody else doesn't necessarily mean that it doesn't apply to you Mm -hmm. um i i don't think doing less would work well for me at all because i get incredibly bored if i don't have something Mm -hmm. to do and i feel fulfilled by having things to do i feel fulfilled by having an internship and volunteering and doing like all kinds of things I like to fill my life mm-hmm. like that but I mm-hmm. do I do I sometimes you know it is good to take a step back it's like it's more it's more or less like not going totally one way or the other yeah. it's like meeting in the middle okay mm-hmm. yeah you know it's the if that's like again and this is very subjective for everyone it's all about how y- you accomplish your balancing of things and all of those things in your life, Marissa, are, are important and, and integral to what you want to accomplish. So cutting some of those things out would be counterproductive. Mm-hmm. And I totally understand that. I mean, I lately, and I literally mean lately as in the past two weeks, <laughs> um, have been trying to do this thing. Um, I've been just like learning more about like mindfulness and trying to be more present and um, a part of the philosophy of like trying to be more mindful and uh, more like you know present in time and you know paying attention to actually like what's in front of you and not like thinking about the past and thinking too far ahead is like um, trying to find ways to use your time very deliberately yeah so I've kind of started to take kind of like what I call like mindful breaks or like mindful wastes of time like you know I'll be working for like an hour on something and then you know instead of like losing track of time and having my mind wander and then suddenly finding myself like watching YouTube videos I'll be like okay I worked for an hour I'm gonna go watch something for like 45 minutes Mm -hmm. and then I time it and then it's done I'm like okay then I'm gonna go keep working again Mm -hmm. and for me that's been helping and especially in terms of like the how that might be helping me balance like 
creativity and then like, you know, more professional or academic obligations I have, I found that when I apply that to like, you know, creative writing, like I'll be like, okay, I've been working on this for like a half an hour. I can tell you're losing steam. How about we just go like, just like brainstorm on that story for like 20 minutes or something. It's very deliberately like checking yourself when you feel like your energy and your, you know, your brain is sort of like running on empty and sort of recognizing that and being like, okay, how could I like quote unquote refuel Mm -hmm. myself? And so that can just be, you know, any mindful use of time, whether it's like, you know, watching something, taking a walk, exercising, writing creatively, just anything like Mm -hmm. that. So that's kind of what I've been trying to do. Elizabeth, yeah. what do you do to try to balance? Well, I feel like I'm always trying to find something new because, mm-hmm. like, I'm not sure if like I ever succeed at that <laughs> or not. But like, lately, I've been like writing lists, kind of, mm-hmm. of like, okay, you know, this is Friday. What do I need to do for like Saturday, Sunday, or Monday? Mm-hmm. And then, you know. Mostly it's about homework, but it can be other things too. Like, who do I need to call this week because they called me, you know, yesterday and then get back to them. And, Mm. you know, when was the last time I went on a walk with my dog or something? So, like, I just kind of, like, will make lists and be like, okay, I'll, you know, spend this hour on my homework and then... Also depends on the weather. Mm. But I'll be like, all right, this is a really nice day. So I'll say to my dog, like, Amber, let's go for a walk. So then, like, I'll go for a walk and, like come back and maybe watch TV for like another hour or like you know do some creative writing or something and I'll be like I'll try and be content with that because Mm -hmm. like sometimes I'll be like you know like well you know it's like four o'clock all right like what did I do with my day Mm -hmm. but then you know like I I walked my dog Mm -hmm. and like I did this piece of homework Mm -hmm. and I you know did some writing even Mm -hmm. it was like a paragraph or something like that so it's also I think learn to be like content with what yeah. you have yeah. done mm-hmm. like don't just like always be like beating yourself up about like oh like I should have gotten this done today I should have gotten this done today mm-hmm. it's you know it's about you know if you if you you know if you're constantly missing deadlines or something maybe you need to like change your ways <laughs> probably <laughs> but also just like be happy with what you have done that yeah. day yeah, that's kind of, so, that jumps yeah. right mm-hmm. off Matt's point mm-hmm. of, the mindfulness, um, of yeah. mindfulness. And then also I think you bring up a good point of, of seeing all the things that you've accomplished, even if they might not seem productive in that moment. It was in terms of keeping your mind fueled mm-hmm. sort of thing. Yeah, I, I do something really similar to the list thing, actually. I sometimes will, like, you know, before I go to bed, I'll just, like, do a list of everything I did that day, no matter how, like, big or small Mm -hmm. and so I kind of relate to what you said about how like you know even just like getting outside and like walking your dog is something to check off like you know Mm -hmm. for me like you know I was like okay well you did your laundry today Mm -hmm. and so that's something I'm gonna add to the list so Mm -hmm. yeah it's like beating yourself up about not doing things is the guaranteed way to actually not get anything done (laughs) yeah creatively or school-wise yeah Yeah, totally Mm mm-hmm I think that this was a great conversation, one that, you know, is super important for us because we're all creative people and all live within this 
structure and institution of having so much required of us to be done. And then there's also our things that we want to do for ourselves. Um, so I think that in the beginning, what I heard Elizabeth kind of mentioned was that it's a practice of balance instead of sort of an end goal that you achieve. It's sort of an ongoing thing that we all can struggle with together. And so it's, it's, it's whatever works for you. And I think that that's sort of important, an important takeaway. Whatever works for you is what's working for you. And to build in moments where we're giving us ourselves time for different things that are still quote unquote productive, whatever that means. So yeah, thank you guys so much for having this conversation. Thank you, Elizabeth, for joining us today. Thank you for inviting me. This was Um, great. (laughs) And again, all of our articles are going to be in the show notes below. Tune in sometime. (laughs) We're not sure what we'll get. Virus pending. Yeah, virus. (laughs) Not sure when we'll get another one out, but stay tuned for that. Again, thank you all so much for joining and thank you for listening.